What's going on, guys? This is Logan from Here the Spear, presented to you by Noel Game Day. We have a pretty interesting podcast for you guys uh, this evening. We got a few guys from the 2013 National Championship squad with uh, Freddie Stevenson and Jacoby McDaniel. They join us to talk about the current situation at Florida State and, and Willie Taggart and the players right now. And if there's any, you know, looking forward to the rest of the season and how this team is as a whole, you know, the positives and the negatives. Um, And I want to go and let you guys know, too, uh, that that this is probably best if you listen to it, not around the the kids. Uh, This will probably be rated uh, mature for this whole entire podcast. Uh, So I just want to kind of give you guys a heads up on that front. So if you got any kids around and all that kind of stuff, I would probably wait and listen to it. Uh, away from them. Uh, but yeah, as always, guys, you can listen to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter at Here the Spear. Uh, it was just me and Fisher Adkins, our lead graphic designer, on with us tonight uh, with uh, Jacoby McDaniel and Freddie Stevenson. Dustin is without us, our lead writer. Uh, he's out sick with a flu. So uh, this is just strictly the FSU panel. Just looking now at the current situation at Florida State and the program as a whole under Willie Taggart, you know, and looking at the rest of the season and trying to figure out what may be going wrong uh, inside the program at uh, Florida State. Hey, guys, it's Terrence Nan. You're listening to Hear the Spear presented by No Game Day. Go Dolls. Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, a.k.a. E-Dub. And how you know, we're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. Go live, go nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear, go nose. This is Terrell Buckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear, presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Dion Primetime Sanders. Great Dion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I, I can wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder, Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go no. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What's happening, guys? This is Logan from Here the Spear, presented to you by Noel Game Day. We have a pretty big podcast tonight. This is our first time having an FSU Players panel. Uh, with us tonight, we have former Noel's national champions from the 2013 team, uh, Jacoby McDaniel and Freddie Stevenson. How are you guys doing this evening? Good, good. Pretty good, boss. Pretty good, pretty good. It's It's been a pretty while. You know, NFL's back. Uh, Florida State's in some a little bit of trouble, it seems like. Could be turned around, but that's why we got you guys to come on and talk about it. I know y'all have been pretty vocal through social media. Uh, of course, y'all, y'all have a national championship ring on y'all's hand. Uh, it's good to get some talk from you guys that played at Florida State. Uh, and we're there to see you know a successful team. But speaking of successful... I kind of want to just start it off hot, and this is an open floor for whoever wants to take it or both of y'all, but today ESPN released a poll ranking the greatest college football teams of all time. The 2013 FSU one came in at number 29. Uh, what are y'all's thoughts on that? So, it's opinion-based, man. So, you know, they, they um, hey, if that's what they feel, 
that's fine. You know, it's opinion based. Uh, so everyone is, everyone is entitled to their opinions. But you know, we did what we were supposed to do. We defeated each and every team um, every week. Uh, we uh, laid down, you know, the groundwork before the season, and um, we we know. As long as we know everybody that was a part of that 2013, that was uh, from the walk-ons to the um, scholar players to the you know coaches, assistant coaches, grad assistants, everyone played a big role. And we know what we had in that locker room during that time in 2013, and we feel like we couldn't be beat by anybody. So hey, everyone is entitled to their, their own opinions. Good luck to them and the other 28 teams that's ahead of us, which is um, baffling. What? whatever you know fine yeah that's how that's uh that's how i feel like a lot of them teams the older teams i ain't really get to see the play so i can't speak on them but i've seen Clemson last year and them boys weren't standing on the field with us so i don't even know how they number five they would have blew them up yeah because they beat the great alabama so they feel like they can beat everybody so you you know how that goes man anyone that beats alabama uh they're going to place them ahead of any and everybody else. But at the same time, they're definitely going to place Alabama right back up in the top. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's opinion-based. I'll go ahead and say this. Florida didn't come until about number 67. So, sucks to be a Gator. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. They, actually, the 99 team for Florida State who went 12-0 and 0 was ranked number 12, Florida State at 29 for the y'all's team in 2013 year um and then the 93 team was ranked 73rd uh, 73rd in the poll so it, it's pretty interesting to me i i think it's really ridiculous from what y'all's team had the chemistry the focus and the hard hitters y'all had uh, and from what we've we've had both of y'all on before and the practices that y'all told us about and explain those to us and how rough those were nah i'm not even putting a lot of teams ahead of y'all uh so that that's what espn hmm. i just want to throw that out just to get to get it warmed up a little bit uh i knew y'all have a couple opinions on that uh fisher if you want to go ahead with the second question i'll leave you to it yeah let's get into it so I mean, obviously, this is kind of the reason we brought y'all on here is to discuss the current state of Florida State football, uh, where the program is at today. Uh, it's no secret that uh, nobody uh, associated with the university, associated with this team, is happy uh, with the, the state of the program right now. Uh, Florida State lost to a Boise State team that they were by far talent, more talented than, uh, and then they barely pulled out a win against uh, ULM who is not even, I mean, doesn't even compare to, to Florida State, and they never will, so it's embarrassing. So, uh, I mean, what's what's the problem, in y'all's opinion? Uh, I mean, it's what, the wheel, what, man. It's the wheel. Yeah. It's the wheel. It's the wheel. It's the attitude, man, that you have to bring forward, man. I know people keep saying it's the coaches, the coaches, the coaches. Fuck that, man. Let's be honest yeah. here. Let's be completely honest, because last week during the Boise State game, everybody was complaining about how difficult uh, Barnett and all the co- all the calls he was doing and everything. Okay, so this week versus ULM, he went more simple. And then what happened? Tiger came out and said, well, you know, the um, offense from the other team adjusted to the defensive calls because it was so basic, this and that. What Tiger didn't need to start doing is stop trying to please the fans. 
I hate to say that. And I'm one yeah. of the fans that stop trying to please the fans, man. Just go play football. How in the world can you go from one week to doing, you know, just bringing out different um, what um, formations on defense, and then the next week you come out being so simple because of what the fans stated, man. And then you almost got beat by a team for being so simple. Like, just play yeah. football, man. And then another thing about that is the players, man. I don't give a damn what the coaches call. Line up and just beat the man ass in front of you. It's all about pride. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that, that's what it boils down to, man, is them players going out there and play football, man. They find it each and every excuse every single week, man, to blame the people that's not on the field with them. Just go play football. Hit, 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 hit. Hit somebody in the mouth, man. Hit a motherfucker in the mouth. Who, who's ever in front of you, hit somebody in the mouth. That's one thing. Can't nobody say that who I played with in the past. And I'm not, I'm not trying to compare myself. That's the reason I'm so vocal on social media. Because I know I did what I was supposed to do when I played. Can't nobody say they punked me. Can't nobody pull up a family and say they punked me. Can't nobody say they exactly. drove me off the ball or did anything, pancaked me. Can't nobody say nothing. That's one of the things Marvin, um, Big Marvin asked me when I first met him. Man, how come all the film I watched on you, you never got drove off the ball? Because I say it's because heart, man. I may have been the shortest, but it was heart. Can't nobody tell you that. Can't nobody tell you they did anything to me, man. That's why I'm so vocal on social media because I know I did it myself. Now, I can't speak for any and everyone else, and, and I don't speak on about the coaches being fired and all this and that. I don't speak on that because at the end of the day, in 2013, man, we took it upon ourselves to do what we wanted to do. I'm not saying Jimbo wasn't a big part of it, but we knew. Any coach could have came in there and coached us in 2013 because that was our mindset. And Jimbo understood that, and he respected that. It was at a point Jimbo wasn't even yelling at us because he was like, y'all grown man. I'm going to treat y'all like grown man. And that's what I'm trying to get people to understand, man. It's, 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 yeah. it's up to the players. It's up to the players, man. I don't care what the coach calls. It's up to the players, man. Mm-hmm. It has to come down to them saying, okay, well, we're going to run this, that, and that. Now, nah, it's up to me and you now, boss. You know, it's on me and you. I'm going to beat your ass this play, or you going to beat my ass this play. That's all it boils down to, man. The will and the want, the yeah. attitude and effort. Wanna, that starts in practice, man. I want to get – I want to get – Go ahead, Freddie. Like, when we was playing, Kobe, you know, shoot, our whole model world, we can run the same play every play, and they better not beat us. Like, that's, that was our mentality. Like, we, don't for, we run the same play, they not going to beat us. And them boys out there, is, uh, we look – something go wrong – and looking back, blaming the coach. Nah, we ain't never on. If they call man's on, whatever it is, all right, you a ball this football. Go hit somebody. That's all it is. It ain't they making it more difficult than what it is. Football is football. There you go. Yeah. That's all. That's all it is to it. People blaming the coaches, all that man. The coach can't get on the field and play for them boys. They can't get on the field and play for them boys. Them boys got to want it themselves. They the problem is nobody holding each other accountable. That's what it really is. Players out there fucking up. And everybody out there acting like it's cool, like, shit, we came to Florida State to win. Y'all boy came to Florida State to win and go to the league. So, all right, if them motherfuckers don't want to hold each other accountable, shit, coaches hold their ass accountable. Because at the end of the day, in the league, coach, you know what it is. If you ain't fucking doing your job, you ain't getting cut up. Motherfucker take your spot. So that's what it is. If you don't win in college football. football. And this kind of goes, you know, with, with the coaching staff now. I want to get to Harlan Barnett because that's been a big conversation the last week and, of course, against Boise State where uh, the second half, Boise State was able to go through. There's been a lot of 
talk now about Willie Taggart and his adjustments, and definitely with Harlan Barnett. doesn't seem like there's many adjustments like Jimbo Fisher did during his time at Florida State in the second half. But I just want to get your thoughts, Jacoby, coming from a defensive side, your thoughts on Harlan Barnett and that defensive scheme that doesn't seem like it's working so well for Florida State to start the 2019 season. It, it Yeah, um, it wasn't working when Kelly was there either with the same players. So, I mean, are we still going to continue to blame the uh, coach or the players? I mean, let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say about that, man. Like I said before, man, you, you, can, you can get the simplest defensive-minded coach in the world and you can get a bunch of dogs and they'll go out there and make that and make everything look amazing. It's all about effort, man. It's all about attitude. I don't care what's what, like, like, just like these players from Boise State, just like y'all, like, like y'all say and how everyone else keep mentioning, oh, these teams are less talented than Florida State. The word talent, that's what got these boys' minds so poisoned. That word talent. They're not working hard, man. And that's what it's boiling yeah. down to. These boys not working hard. They relying on talent. And how everybody keep mentioning talent. Oh, talent. Florida State players more talented than this. Florida State players more talented than this team. Stop, stop saying talent, man. Hard work outbeats talent every day. And we are seeing that. We, we witnessing it. So I think we need to stop saying the word talent so much, man, and just Focus on hard work, man. Let's focus on preparation. Let's see what's going on. I know all these guys who play in the league 10, 11, 12 years, they keep saying the defensive mind coach this and that. No, it's not. I think some of those guys want to take that position or they want to have that role because you can teach a guy how to be in position all day, but if you don't teach him the will, the want, the heart, the attitude to at least knock somebody ass off or to at least care about what they're doing, it's not going to be successful. Mm-hmm. it's not going to be successful at all. Now, I can probably say Barnett probably need to put a little fire up under the um, behinds to get them going as far as that because when someone messes up, you like everyone thinks it's okay. You don't see no one on the sideline getting after nobody's behind, man. You don't see that. And it's like who's really holding, who's um, accountable? Who's doing what they're supposed to do? That's what I'm saying, man. It goes back to Somebody on that team has to be a dog. Somebody has to be that person that don't give a damn about being light, but is going to demand respect. And, and I want to to, man. And, and leadership, that, that's where it has to come through. Uh, and I'm not seeing a whole lot of leadership so far to start off this season right now. No, you're not seeing it because it's a lot of them guys that's friends. They friends, so yeah. they don't want to. So they don't want to. You know, like make their friend mad you know they don't want to get on the bad side of their friend so so when someone messes up they turn a blind eye and you can see that from everybody on that team not one person holds somebody accountable the only person i can say that gives um effort 24 7 either if he's right or he's wrong is number 26 if everybody plays like that kid that defense will be okay he may not be right all the time but he's going 110 percent every damn play Florida State can be down by 30 points. If he hits somebody hard, he's going to get up and he's going to come back and he's going to talk shit and he's going to do it again. Florida State can be up by 30 points. He's going to hit somebody, he's going to get up, and he's going to talk smack, and he's going to do it again. He may not be right all the time. and I don't know anything about DB. From what I from what I look at, I look at effort and attitude, and 26 got that, and he's the only one that has it. 
when it's his guy to every place. Yeah, and so kind of going on to to the head guy, Freddie, I want to get your thoughts on Willie Taggart as a coach and, and his surrounding cast. Obviously, something is not working right there. Uh, do you have faith in him to turn this thing around? I mean, yeah, because last year, look at look at the offense last year. Look at the strides it's taking this year. I mean, it's night and day, really. Like, last year, we couldn't move the ball, and then we had to rely on the defense to make stops for us, and this year's completely flipped. So, I mean, he's he doing, he doing things to try to bring the team together. Like, the offense is way better. Like, look at the first half. We're putting up points every first half. We just got to sustain that in the second half. And I don't know, kind of- Freddie. I don't know, Freddie. I don't know. Do I don't know, Freddie. And I'm gonna be honest. I, th- I, don't I think know, the man. offense looking way, way, way better, brother. For the second half, I, I don't think. One thing I can say about them, they don't make second, second half adjustments. They don't make second half adjustments at all. But the first, like, bro, we putting up points in the first half. The second half, we turned. Yeah, you putting up points, but Willie T is too relaxed, man. He too relaxed. I can't, to I can't really knock him for being relaxed. If that's his personality. I can't say what he's doing behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, what is he doing behind the scenes? So, what is he doing behind the scenes? That's what I want to know. I mean, I what is he that. doing behind the scenes? Because it yeah, seems like he ain't doing too much. Man, I don't know, Freddie. It seems know. like... We, 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 we used to the coach that's in our face all day, but it's some coaches that's, that's effective without doing that. Look at your Pete Carroll. Yeah, hey, but Pete Carroll presence. You can't compare... You can't compare apples to oranges. Yeah, Pete Carroll is a is a is a is a is a uh, players coach, man. Like he really know how to make his players go out and play hard for him. Uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes no I, I, I say Willie Willie T look he look lost out there sometimes. He look, he definitely look lost. He look like he ain't engaged. Like like it's out of his. That's what I'm sometimes. saying. As a head coach, you can't have that. As a head coach, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. have that. You 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 have to your presence have to always the situations. And what I mean by that, your players have to always believe in you. This, man, I mentioned this on Twitter. It seemed like every, like, press conference, he talked with his head down. Sometimes he just, like, you know, just say words about this right here. It's like, man, demand them to look at you. Even if we lose. Even if we barely winning, man. When you enter, when your presence is in a room, everybody should know that. Mm -hmm. And I I man, I guarantee you, man, if with a T walks from what people won't even probably know his presence, man. Because he don't demand it. And then that, that's a man, and that's man. a that's a big difference from what y'all had, I'm sure, yeah, with Jimbo Fisher. It, 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 that, what you saying, that's true, because I was just gonna say like that, because I know you said you didn't want to speak on the coaches earlier, but that tying to the, the accountability thing I was speaking on earlier. Like I feel like we got a big issue with accountability, like players out there fucking up on the regular. And we just rewarding them by putting them on the field another play. Like shit, goddamn, we gotta we gotta show them like this. A, it's a standard at Florida State. Like Kobe know what Florida State football is. We know what Florida State football is. We know what we don't see on TV. What we grow up seeing. Like you come across the middle, you gotta get dealt with. You step on our field, you gotta get dealt with. And nobody feels like we coming in. People looking at us, all right, we got Florida State. People out there making mistakes. Like last week, you seen three. He refused to lose. Like if you if you gonna if you gonna watch somebody you gonna follow up somebody watch three he he refused to lose but we got people on the team that's finding ways for us to lose and we keep giving them opportunities so that's what I say as a coach that's your job you got to hold the players accountable so all right when the team players players making mistakes on and on you keep giving them chances that's on you 
And and that this kind of goes. That should be some. That need to be something that's addressed in practice, though. You shouldn't have to wait to the uh, games. The players continuously messing up. You shouldn't yeah. have to do that, man. You shouldn't have to do that. And then other things. These players get rewarded for the smallest things, man. When they do everything the correct way, they get rewarded for it. They go to jumping and, oh, and, they, man, come on, man. It's football, man. I like you've been there. Because when game time comes and you do something right, ain't nobody going to reward you. So maybe yeah. that's the reason when, you know, they're fighting for some type of attention. But all oh, that should be corrected in practice, man. And for the people that claim that they're champions, in real life or, you know, past, present, Florida State players, fans, whatever the, the case may be. And if you don't have no problem with what's going on or what's witnessing you or what we like, what's being like, what's going on on the field right now, you need to ask yourself, are you really a champion or are you really honest with yourself? It's nowhere in the world you can be a Florida State fan or you can be a past player and be satisfied with what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I know it takes time. I, I, hey, get, hey, trust me. I, I know. I was there at Florida State yeah. with Bobby last season when we went six and six. I know it. I know it. I know it. Yeah. I know it takes time. It does. But I guarantee you, you can't. I guarantee you, you probably can't point out a game where it was like half of the players, or maybe three fourths of the players, out there just like lack of des- uh, lack of daisical, mm-hmm. not giving yeah, a shit. Yeah, yeah. I guarantee you can't. But look at the players now, man. These guys don't That's care, man. And and Freddie, and I, I know a lot of people keep saying play the play play the play play the younger players. I I say don't play them, especially the ones that haven't proven themselves. Because in the drill, anyone can look good in the drill. And I hate to say yeah, it like drill, that, yeah. but trust me, if if it's if it's game related, I think you know. And and they show themselves, or they show their surrounding. Um, cast and their teammates and the coaches that they can play and they can be somewhat accountable and, you know, they can contribute to the team in a positive way, play them. Play them. Freddie, I have a question. Sorry, I'm going to ask Freddie something real quick, too. Uh, And we saw, you were mentioning it earlier about, you know, it seemed like they they hurt themselves in games, too, and put themselves in bad situations. But on on Saturday... (laughs) Uh, senior linebacker Dontavious Jackson, after a play, was seen twisting and pushing <laughs> ULM's uh, head into the ground after a play. Um, it ended up being a 15-yard penalty, and then it, then again, ULM would go on into scoring there. And I, I just want to get your thoughts on that and how you know this team just seemed to you know kind of forget that they were playing ULM. It's already kind of very scary that this game was getting so close at home against them. Um, and this was going into the fourth quarter and then, of course, into overtime. But, uh, of course, would this have been a big no-no under Jimbo Fisher? And just, like, just give me your thoughts on that. And, of course, Jacoby, you can after. Yeah, he, would, uh, he wouldn't have went back in the game. But, um, yeah, that's a shoot. We, at that point, we were too far gone. Like, yeah, we realized, all right, we shouldn't, ULM shouldn't even be in this game with us. And that's when the frustration kicked in. Yeah, that should have kicked in from the first play of the game. They shouldn't even be playing with us. We play around with him and not in the game. All right, now look what situation you got yourself in. You want to be mad? It's your fault. We put ourselves in that situation. So you can't be you can't be mad. We put ourselves in the situation. That was, that's how I look at it. We were frustrated that we was in the dog fight with ULM. We should have came out from the first place. What them boys like we should have. They shouldn't even been on the field. That's you know, it never happened. 
And how is that locker room supposed to? I wonder how that locker room is, is how it would be. And you know, y'all been in it before, but you know, we saw some guys celebrating after the game, going and high fiving the student section. And then you saw like Kalen LeBourne. You saw uh, a few of the young guys like Jaleel McCray just walking, uh, just walking straight to the locker room. They didn't want to celebrate whatsoever. But I just, I mean, that that locker room is is this team gonna be able to? connect together or is it going to be a 50 50 between some guys you know it just doesn't seem like they're on the same page with a few a lot of these things right now hold on freddie um let me uh, let, let me let me let me let me say something now i don't okay. know if um everybody would have got kicked out of that game it depends on what player it would have been we're gonna be mm-hmm. honest it depends on what player it was there i just i yeah. don't want to get that out there no one would have got kicked out of the game it depends on the player it depends. It depends on who the player would have been. That's how Jimbo works now. Because if you can play, yeah. damn you, he yeah. He's no, not I was I was speaking game. on that. I was speaking on him in general. So we got other players that can play. Like him, him being who he is in the team. Like all right, our dogs like tough. Now them boys, they going back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, most definitely. But you know what? It's crazy that I spoke the this the same exact thing about Jackson last season and how people came at me about it. Now, it's funny that everybody's speaking the same thing now. Everybody's speaking the same language that I spoke last season. <laughs> Next question. Y'all can go ahead, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, for real, it's crazy. It's crazy. But mm-hmm. it's bad. Um, your question, go on your question about the, the celebration. I think that's that's kind of tough because while I would have been, and I'm sure Kobe would have been, would have been the people that walked off the field mad that, mad that we lost. I mean, mad that we played a close game with ULM. Cause it shouldn't have been close, but at the same time, everybody, you got some players like even when we won that championship, like everybody don't handle games the same. So I can't really, I can't really say that. Like I feel like that's a question you can state your opinion on that, Kobe. But I feel like everybody handled it differently. So I can't really piggyback off that and say, "Are right, you grown for enjoying?" I don't want you to go into <clears throat> after a game like pursue this college football, even though we've been winning for a while. Like I do feel like you have to enjoy the wins when they come. Like even though we shouldn't have been in that game with them, yeah, they shouldn't have been in that yeah, game. you do have to enjoy them, but you know, to a certain extent, man. Like with the celebration when we beat ULF, UL, yeah. and from some of the players, that was just it's it's like man, we just beat. It shows you like what we had as a program. Like, dang, ULM, we Florida State. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, but um, one thing I can say, man, I think they need to start giving LeBron. Um, I think they need to start giving him more playing time, man. And I hate to say, it, I know Cam Akers had an amazing game, but if we want to keep him around, I think uh, he needs to start touching the ball a little more. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I love the first game of the season. Yeah, we got to get him more touches, not only for him to stay around. But so that Cam not taking all the load. Like, we mm-hmm. got two great bats. We got to take advantage of that. Yeah, I noticed that, too. That's Cam cool. Akers, I, I was surprised cool. he would put in. He was able to put in that much uh, effort and energy during that game after going back. You know, it would be run, run, run with them. And it just shows how hard he worked during the offseason. But you got another guy back there, like I said, five-star, Cain LeBourne. Tell you what, you know, if, if he's not going to get – a little bit of this load and some some more reps. That's what it just saying. depends how long he's going to stay. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, not going to Hold on, years. like think about it from a football perspective. We got a long season ahead. Oh, like knock on wood, but say like Cam get knocked up a little bit. It's football. Like all right, we got we got Le- LeBron getting the ball, and then who we got behind him? Grant. 
So that changed the whole backfield. You feel me? So you got to work him in so that Cam don't have a heavy load. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's clear the coaching staff can can already see that kind of happening because they've given Trayshawn Harrison uh, some reps at, at running back. Also, seeing as Anthony Grant is, has not even been a participant in practice, um, so that's a huge thing. And you also have to imagine that Cam, you know, will most likely go pro after this year. So next year, your starting running back, if LeBourne should decide to to go somewhere else, is Anthony Grant. So I completely agree with you guys. You got to get that guy some touches. Um, Another question that we kind of have, and I'll throw this one to Jacoby, is um, you mentioned a, a guy, number 26, Asante Samuel, uh, just kind of the mentality that he plays with. And, and this is an opinion that, that some fans have had. Should Willie Taggart go to a youth movement? Um, no, no. We've seen flashes no, from younger no. guys, and we've heard nice things about them in practice and in fall camp. Nah. Is this something you think? Nah. Nah. Man, tr- trust me. It, it, it's, think about it this way. You put all young guys out there on that field, man. Who's going to really cause a game and practice is different? Trust me. A game and a practice is different. Not saying that these guys don't want to get out there and they don't want to play. But what if all those guys get out there, man, and you don't have no general? I mean, which we don't right now, but we do have guys. That's the problem. They don't really have that right now anyway. They're not good right now anyway. Yeah, we don't have it right now anyway, but – but if the coaches had that 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 trust in the young kids, I'm pretty sure they would have, you know, yeah, be on the field right now. The season is early, man. So yeah. I wouldn't just say just get rid of the older guys because if they do that, then the older guys don't come back and them young guys go to playing and, you know, everybody get banged up. And then, you know, people really going to start questioning why they really tackle play these kids. Yeah. You know they wasn't ready. You know, yeah. so if he really put those kids out there and they don't uh, perform up to the level that the people want them to perform to, well, I knew they weren't going to be good. We knew they weren't going to be this and be that. That's just like last right. week when everyone yeah. was saying that, oh, we oh we need to go to a simpler defense and just let them go play. What happened this week? We went to a simpler defense. And what happened? ULM picked us apart with it. Same result. Really oh, we – we we went to a simpler defense. Now we have to go back to you know bringing out multiple formations. That's only it's it's like coach, you know. Like we all are just like social media, you know, gurus. <laughs> and you know, and 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 I hate to say it like that, but man, you all are in the game. Don't worry about what we got, we have going on on the outside or in the social media world. You know, this is us. Worry about what's going on in the locker room, man. And I and you know, I feel like he just worrying about social media a little a little too much. Mm-hmm. He don't put too much attention into social media, if you think about it, because it seems like he's making adjustments based on what social media is saying. And that's the wrong thing you want to do if you're a coach. Yeah, because you got you got that's a million coaches to from on social media. Yeah. It's crazy, man. I just don't like and and during during his press conferences too and <clears throat> and previewing a little bit of the the Virginia game from him on Monday you know it, it seems like his presence and and it's it seems like he's down it doesn't seem like he's that motivated uh, he sounds very worried uh and it doesn't doesn't give fans much of a better feeling going into the next week's game whatsoever you know you got players saying you know on social media or in, or in the interviews 
they're saying uh, we're gonna we're gonna show that we're there's gonna be a better product on the field on Saturday, but that's been an ongoing occurrence the last two weeks, and yeah. it just hasn't been there. You know, there's a lot of say, but there's not a lot of action uh, in progress. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a, just what Kobe was saying, Sue. I feel like if that's how he and I don't really watch the interviews. I don't get into none of that. I don't really – I never did. I was nothing. Right. I, I never interested – I was never interested in them things. But if he like that, if he, if his body language is like that in interviews, then what Kobe's saying is definitely – He's rubbing off about, on his players. He's watching social media. Like he, work, he worrying about the fans talking about him on social media. We've been doing all this talking all summer. And now these fans talking about him and it's getting to him. So stay off, stay off social media. You came to the coach. I know that's part of the recruiting process and stuff, but you came to the coach. Like, your job at Florida State is to get this team <coughs> wins and put us in the situation to get to a bowl game first and foremost, and then possibly national championship. That's what we play for every year. So all that extra stuff, because you're going to have a million different coaches on social media, and half of them don't know a damn thing about football, but they they want to they want to coach on social media. So if you listening to them. And most of them be trolling. So if you listen to most of mm. the people on the internet, you're a fool. <laughs> that, that is true at times. Yeah, that is true. True. What, what uh, Willie Tiger did say after the ULM win, he, he said Florida State is, uh, is going in the right. Uh, they, they took a step forward after that win against ULM. Um, and it seems like... You know, some fans and some reporters are thinking, you know, that that's that must be a huge win for Taggart. Uh, maybe he's meaning that it's a, a good thing for the locker room. They really needed that to get some motivation and get some momentum going into next week. But it, it kind of more seems like, and, and to me, I read it as, and that, that's, that was really a big step forward for Florida State football's program, beating ULM by by a missed extra point. And overtime, it's very questionable to me. Do you have any thoughts on that, Jacoby? And, you know, it's kind of like what we're talking about now with his demeanor he brings. Well, you know, if if that's how he feels and if that's what he says what's going on um, around the program, then that's great. I just can't wait to see it because I'm not going to be so sold on talks anymore. You know, everything is talk, talk, talk. Uh, I just want to see action, man, to be honest. If he says that, that's great. I can't wait to see his words being backed up by his players. That's all I can say. That's all. Yeah, we got to We got to shoot. Bottom line, what it come down to, we done did all this talking all all summer. We got we got what the first game, and then we put ourselves in doubt fight last week. And now we everybody counting us, counting us out this week. And if you got you got any 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 dog in you, any fight in you, anybody that counted you out, everybody everybody trying to get to the lead. You, this this the week you got to do it. This the week you got to do it. Like everybody counting you out. This Florida State, we are major underdog this week. Everybody saying y'all can't win none. Doubt is y'all boys quit on y'all boys. We got fans saying they quit on y'all boys. It's it's time for y'all to show up. So that's it's the opportunity here this week. This what this this week right here gonna show a lot ahead for the season, man. It's gonna show what we got because we seen first. First game of the season, we seen a little bit of what the offense can do. The defense, we we ain't seen them put put it together yet, but why not this week? So we're gonna see all the talking. That's dead now. Let's show it. Let's show up on Saturday. Yeah, that's dead. But you know, man, uh, you keep saying about you know just making it to the league. I think the NFL is something that if it comes, it comes. Yeah, um, I think I'm what they need the to focus on, man, is just like, like, like you know, that's rededicating the themselves. Like 
You know what I'm saying? That's the goal from yeah. as a little kid. You trying right, to make right, right. It it, it, so it is. Be a well, I think the ball to put yourself in a situation to be even eligible to do that. Yeah, that's true. Like that's but at the end of the day, kids, the reason I say that about the league, bro, is because I feel like a lot of these this, this social media age, they want to be seen on the internet, get all the followers, get all the likes, and be in the limelight like, in the league. But we ain't putting in the work. So all right, you say you want you you want all the love. This is where you got to do it at. We in this social media age just want all the followers. They want all the likes, but they ain't willing to put in the work. Yeah, that's true. That's I understand what you're saying, about but, the but the league normally don't always the the best people normally don't always play in the NFL. Yeah, like, that's true. You know, let's 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 keep that real and um, you know, let's keep that move. But at the end of the day, man, them guys just have to rededicate themselves to love football. Forget yeah. the league. Just have fun. And then Just the biggest them. thing, forget forget the internet. We don't we don't got in this age too. Kobe, you see it like last year. I don't know if you paid attention. We'll be players will be getting embarrassed the week in the game and then be on the internet like they up for the Heisman. Like, dang, we ain't come we ain't come to win today. That would that's what killed me. We gotta get back love and ball and then even with that, all right. The man in front of you, like we've been saying this all day, make the man in front of you. We got, we got to get back to getting serious. That's what I, one thing I hate every week. Like I see, I see teams that all right, we can take advantage of this, this, and that. Man, Kobe, you already know, man. They want them to play with us like that. Mm-hmm. And they that, when they mm-hmm. stepped on the field, what it was, and we got to get that mentality back. Like whatever, like three, three. We seen, we seen it from you last week. If they, if them boys don't want to get right, you show, them, you show them what it takes. And this this kind of goes to the last question here. From for, this goes to both of y'all, of course. What what do you need to see change in order to feel hopeful for this team? Of course, this year, but the future under Willie uh, Taggart. You know, Florida State's going to go face Virginia uh, this weekend, who's going to be very confident going into this game. Um, and it's going to be a away game at night at seven thirty, but. After what we've seen the last two weeks, it's very the fans uh, and the, the fan base as a whole is, is very worried, and they're already counting Florida State out. And th- this is Virginia. Florida State is you know going back to y'all's days, of course, and even before. But this is Virginia. Usually, Florida State, you know, Florida State fans and Florida State as a program is used to going to these games and coming out with the win. But the whole fan base, it seems like right now, is putting them at a loss already going into the game. Y'all give me y'all's thoughts on what do you think uh, that you need to see uh, change in order to feel pretty uh, better about this team going forward for the rest of this season and beyond? No disrespect to the fan base, but at the end of the day, fuck the fan base. Fuck yeah. everybody who doesn't agree with us. Like, as in the football team, that's what the football team needs to get back to doing is the ones who they bled with, sweat with, cry with, went through hardship with, that's who they need to depend on. Hell, they can say, you know, fuck me if they want to, because I'm not out there playing. They are out there playing, man. And I think they need to get that attitude back of just like, you know, if everybody, man, let's come together. Let's be cohesive together. Let's depend on one another. But until then, it's not going to be right, man, because it's too much individual Things going on on the field. You can tell guys, I, to be honest, man, I really don't know what's going on with that, man, because it it just seems like this team is so discombobulated, man. Like, I really, I don't know, man. I don't know. 
I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's just the, um, I, like mm-hmm. to pick it back off what he was saying. Like the love, I think it's just the, the love for the game. A lot of players, they not playing for the love of the game. Like forget, forget, first and foremost, I know we go out there to win, but forget that. First of all, let's go out there and play for the love of the game, man. Forget the rest. If we play with, for the love of the game with the right mentality, the right attitude, then the rest will take care of itself. But right now we ain't playing with that. That's why we look, we don't look soft in these first two games. We don't look dumb so. And every team on this phone. I'm just so sad, though. Like, Freddie, like, you, like, you, like, y'all don't understand, man. I sit here and I watch Oklahoma. Man, I watch Oklahoma. And, you know, it just seems like they just like the linebacker from Oklahoma, the number nine. Like, man, they just have, you know, that, that type of presence, like that type of player, though, that's, that, that, that can have that type of presence that can impose their will and change a game. Look at the offense, Jalen. Like, look at the running backs, man. Like, the wide receivers. Look at um, Ohio State. You know, like, look at those players, man. You'd be like, damn, man, that, that's, a, nah, that's a good football player. Like, on Florida State, like, who do we have, man, that can we can just sit there and just look at them and just be like, man, he can change the game anytime he wants to on defense and offense. But, like, look at the offensive line, man. Like, it, yeah. it, it, it just seems like to say that we have such a rich history, I would have never thought, like, we'll be in the, you know, not in the dumps, but – I never thought we'd be like this, man. Like, I'm just, I don't know. Like, I just sit back and just look like, what the hell happened? Like, how can yeah. this possibly happen? I with the recruits really that we weird. have. Like, I don't see, I don't see, like, like even with the O-line. What's up? Even with the O-line, I don't see players put it, put it together a few plays every now and then, but we ain't got no consistency on the field. Like, I don't see players, all right, play with all right, he pancaked somebody, but then the next play he'll get beat and washed off the ball. You feel me? Like, come on now. I haven't seen that, man. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen the offensive no, lineman like, pancake nobody from Florida State bro, in like four Bar- seasons, man. Against Miami, bro, he took over that game. Him and Fred, they took over that game, bro. I haven't but seen But we got to be consistent with it. That game against Miami it, last year, when we blew it in the end, them boys, them boys were balling a bit more than Fred. They were dumb. So it's, we got players that can do it, bro. It's just about putting it together, play after play. Like the mentality you had, bro, like you said, bro, you want to you feel every play. So that means you out there tired. But you ain't never let nobody watch you off the ball. Mm-hmm. It's, all, it's all the mindset. If you can do it one play, you can do it two. I, I agree. I, th- I think that's definitely a mind thing for them. The talent that they have is there. uh, And we talked about it earlier, but the talent is there. It's that mindset that they bring to the table every Saturday. If if they, if they want to fight for it. Uh, And just hopefully, like I mentioned after the ULM game, you know, this team can get together and and rally. And, and, you know, they have a big leader with James Blackman uh, there. And and we know he, he has the potential to really be a, a nice quarterback for this team. And if not, he's a really great leader for them. And he has been since the 2017 team, even a bigger leader than DeAndre Francois was when he was a starting quarterback last year. So there, there's some positives that are there. We just got to start seeing the answers, I think. And that's what the fan base want, would like to see starting this Saturday when they face the Cavaliers at 730 at night, which will be a tough game because this team is 
from the Cavaliers in Virginia, they're going to come in very motivated and they're, they're going to be ready to, to, to compete, of course, with, with Florida State's talent. Um, but I it's guess a, I, the true, way but, I look but, at it, they should, they should be more motivated than us. That's like if they're more motivated than us, then Florida State, that's the problem with the program. Because y'all see what they're having the first two weeks. Y'all been y'all been hearing the talk. Y'all know we ain't playing to the level of Florida State football. If they come in this game more motivated than us, playing harder than us, all right, I, we see what it is. Y'all don't want y'all don't want to uphold the Florida State standard because they shouldn't be more motivated than us heading into this game. I, I, I think he's just man. You know, um, and this is just a general uh, opinion. I just feel like it's more guys that want to be leaders um, out in public, behind closed doors. They don't want to take that leadership role because they won't get you know pat on the back, or they won't get um, they won't get no type of um, love for it, or you know no type of attention. So that's why I think it's kind of hard. Um, and they are struggling when it comes to leadership, when adversity comes to surface, because behind closed doors, it's more so of, would you still be this type of person if no one was watching? Or would you still uphold or try to uphold your teammates? Like how some of them, you know, jumping around and doing all this and that, they may, you know, try to be a leader. But like I say, man, you haven't seen one person within the last two to three seasons get in somebody's face or hold their teammates accountable for doing something wrong. And not only that, if they were to do that or get in their teammates' face, would their teammates respect them well enough to not say anything back and just say, you know, I got you, my bad. You don't see that, man, because behind closed doors, I think every – like, Trust me, no one is perfect, but behind closed doors, man, no one is doing what, you know, they're supposed to be doing. So it's like, how can you tell me to uphold myself to a certain standards, but you're not doing it? People may yeah. not see it, but I see it. You know, so I think it's just hard, man. Dude, those guys need to be honest with themselves, man, and just, you know, just get themselves together, man, because I can't speak on, you know, how they go about things. I just know when it's time to play football, man, they need to turn it turn on a different level, man. It's just like, fuck it attitude. That's really the attitude they need to have. Like, you know, fuck it. Let's go play football. If we lose, we losing wide open. They beat us, they, shit, they gonna beat us, but we going wide open. We going 110%. We're going 100 miles every play or every other play or at least 95% of the plays. Because, you know, we can't go out there and I can say I honestly gave every play when I was, when, when I played. So I can't just have the, you know, just think these kids going to go out there and play every play to the maximum, which they're not. But that's when your habits creep the surface, when you're tired. What have you been doing during camp time or in the off season to where now you tired physically, but are you tired mentally? See, man, yeah. it's, it's a lot that goes into this, man. I don't think y'all guys are ready for that conversation, though. Yeah, we got, hey, we, we could talk all, we could talk all day about this for real. I feel like it's, it's a, it's a, like he's saying, like everything he's been saying is, is facts. Uh, I feel like it, it needs to be addressed. Like he said, what's going on behind closed doors? Like people really putting in the work. Like if people not getting called out, because when, when I play, no matter, no matter what squad, whether it's the 2013 through the 2017, like somebody, whenever nobody ain't holding up, they stand up. Like, because our whole objective each game was to be, dominate the team in front of us and come away with a W. 
if nobody getting held accountable, then you not ho- holding yourself accountable first and foremost. You not putting because I was that one teammate that was gonna call you out. I don't care who you is. I was gonna call you out. Right yeah, or wrong, indifferent. I'm gonna call like you out. Just trying to be great. I'm gonna call you out. If you right or wrong, you ask anybody who I play. I'm 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 calling your ass out. If you sitting right here trying to make everybody else do right and you do wrong, I'm calling you out. Ask the man Tevin Smith. We almost fall every other week. Cause yeah. He held everybody up to a standard, and I held him up to a standard. Damn it. Yeah. You ain't from the city here trying to hold everybody else up to something, and don't nobody come. Ooh, I'm coming at you. Even though I'm not saying nobody was scared of, you know, but just to keep him on his toes, I came at him every week just to see if he was doing the right thing. That's how you got to do it, man. Mm-hmm. Them guys, yeah, you they, do it. Like, they, leaders, they, they scared of one another, man. Yeah, the leaders hold your teammates accountable, and then you got to hold the leaders accountable. I see, I see Eric Thomas speaking on it today. Sure, he going, y'all boy, like, Tagger, you got to hold your coaches accountable. He got to put you in the right position to make plays. And then after that, like, it's just football. He called the play. None of that damn complaining. We got to play ball. It's on mm-hmm. us now. Yep, and then they're they're gonna have a they're gonna have a test on on Saturday night that we'll cover, and I know we'll talk about next week. But it, and and it, it's good to get y'all's thoughts because y'all went there and y'all did it, and y'all were successful from a team there that was one of the most respected college football teams. Um, and it's good to hear hear all that. It's nice, and I know the fan base will be interested in hearing it too. And glad that we could bring you guys on uh, i know we have we've had y'all on here before uh but this was before you know going into the season uh and you gotta hope now that willie taggart and, and the team can turn some things around because you know there there's a lot of people that are still pulling for willie taggart uh and you just gotta start seeing some changes and they probably gotta happen very soon or he's gonna start losing a lot of people that are pulling for Man, let the boys come to practice, Willie T. Stop putting <laughs> on, man. So you be inviting everybody, man. Stop flexing now. We got to aim. Keep it 100 at all times now. Because I came out there to practice. They told me practices are closed off. The former players. And this was stated to me last season. And I haven't been back since. This is Jacoby McDaniel, man. I'm signing off. <laughs> 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 